Hi and welcome to another episode of the Sons of Anarchy UK podcast. My name's Tim Coyd and joining me once again, they keep coming back so they're, and they're always eager for more, it is Lee, Wendy and Holly. Good evening. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. And each week we get together over the wonders of the internet to talk about our favourite show, Sons of Anarchy, and in particular the characters that make it so interesting. We never know who we're going to talk about until the end of the previous show where we spin our wheel and let luck decide who we discuss. This week is Hector Salazar. Bastards found the Calaveras prison, Hector Salazar. End of the road. He's up there with this old lady. Yeah? Yeah, I think we backed over your Harley out here. You might want to come and take a look. What? Oh, shit! You cabron is doing here. Oh, get out of my house. Some of your pussy patches paid us a visit last night. What are you doing, Mayan bitch work, essay? Hector Salazar, Calavera's MC. Yeah. Who is, or I guess was, was, mm, was, was the president of the Calaveras <laughs> MC. I mean, the first bit of research I did was finding out what calavera means. Um, and apparently calaveras are these sort of sugar skulls that people eat on uh, Dia de los Muertos, which is Day of the Dead, celebration of the dead in sort of Hispanic countries and Spanish speaking nations. So you've got the whole skull motif going on, carrying on. So I like ah. that. Very cool. Well, he gets up to his neck in things, doesn't he? Certainly <laughs> say that again. He is. He seems oh. to get twatted by about everyone in the show. From the Mayans yeah. to the Suns to Tara to... It just doesn't stop. Yeah, but he deserved oh, that he, he did deserve Thank it. Thank you, sure. So how did oh. he end up in the ground, basically driven over by, by the Sons of Anarchy, up to his neck? I seem to recall it was something to do with the fact that he kidnapped Tara and Margaret, no? No, it was he'd been, he'd been the helping... The Mayans with the um, by shooting. I was pretty sure he proxied retaliation for the Mayans and that they were the ones that shot up um, Half-Sack's wake. So, yeah, so the taking him to the hall was, was the taking him to the hall was all about the drive-by, and he refused to give up the Mayans, and say, so, like, they refused to give up that the Mayans mm-hmm. had said that they were kind of hired, or proxied is, is the word, to, to do the drive-by. So at that point, he then gives up that the Mayans are, going, are trying to patch over to go into Lodi to deal heroin. Because the mines were cross at the suns for patching over the other MC out in Arizona, I think. Yes, they're Las Vegas, Nevada. Ah, okay. Yes. It's somewhere in the desert. Yeah, that's where. My geography is. Yeah, that's where Clay, Clay, um, I was going to say it's a million Clay and Sherry get together at the uh, patch oh, over party. Oh, yes. Sherry. Yeah, no. Yes. yes, that whole situation. Yeah. That's another. <laughs> keep that for another day. That's another one. Ah. So, following all of that. There's another uh, run-in that he has with the where they jump and kidnap Juice. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's that was oh, chicken, the man. chicken Man in the bad. Yes. Mm. That Chicken Man, he was not trustworthy. See, it makes me laugh every time Chicken Man because I think of exactly two things when I hear that phrase, or maybe <laughs> three. So I think of the guy in Toy Story, who's like wearing the chicken costume and hates all the toys in the store. I think of Gus <laughs> Spring from Breaking Bad, and I think of the Colonel in that order. It's just. <laughs> Just amuses me every Colonel time. Sanders, in he's the chicken KFC man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, you can't fault it. He's the chicken man. Marcus Alvarez, he actually changes his mind 
um, I, I was sort of kind of, that was a sequence of events. So Juice got kidnapped um, and they took his cut. Uh. Yeah. Um, and I think that leads up to uh, that sort of very infamous scene um, when Salazar is with his MC. Uh, they're, they're having some, they're at some sort of bike show or something or other. And I know that's where Alvarez gets I think involved. it's a gala yes. where they're all racing each other and sort of yeah. celebrating like a cookout. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It, it's yeah. like, how are you going to let someone take your cup, man? How are you, how are you going to? Yeah. <laughs> embarrassing. Like, mm. come on. But nevertheless, he does that. That's when they, he starts warming to the sons of Anarchy Alvarez, does anyway, I think, anyway, because yeah. he, he changes his mind about uh, Calveras actually um, running their heroin or, or, um, operation. So they uh, did agree with the sons, didn't they, to the sons wanted the grim bastards to run the heroin trade? Yes. Yep. I think that's what it was. And that's when uh, they make that trip into the toilet block. Mm. <laughs> Such a good scene. Yeah. Such a good scene. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. He was really pissed off that the uh, the Grim Bastards got the trade that that he killed the VP, the Grim Bastards VP. I'm actually looking at notes here because I'm a complete blank otherwise. Yeah. I've just realised that it was Salazar that beat up the guy, Lumpy Fieldstein. Oh had the yes, thing. yes, yeah. he did. That was him. Yeah, and then shot him because they shot him as well, didn't they? That was it. Yeah, and it was down. It was Jacob Hale that got him to do. Yeah, that bribed him to wrap him up. Yeah, because he's, he's quite busy, isn't he, in, in Series 3? He's all over the shop. He's friends with everyone and no one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really is. I can't wait to put that in. But... <laughs> oh, please, one, yeah. I've got, you know, just after he's um, stripped of his patch by Alvarez, Jax just, like, stomps down in the toilet is his so cousin. He's, like, very, yeah. yeah. It's so um, childish, but so yeah. powerful. And then, and then obviously Clay punches him and says, "You, you can't kill me. I'm a, I'm a president." And then the immortal <laughs> line is delivered. Yeah. <laughs> we love that one. And he rips the president badge off his chest, like you ain't president anymore. Yeah. Good luck. Love it. Uh... And he caved as well, didn't he? Because uh, um, mm. Salazar, he gave up his own VP as being because that's that's who the sons wanted. They wanted to know who killed. Grim Bastard's VP, mm. and obviously so did Tio. Um, and he did give him up, he gave up his own VP. Uh, but, well, no, 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 sorry, it was the Sergeant at Arms. It was his own Sergeant at Arms that actually uh, killed the Grim Bastard's VP. That's how it, what happened. And then Tio killed him. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, killed the Sergeant at Arms. Yeah, so everyone. Uh... It was all very violent, that scene. It was a horrible one, really. Yeah, um... everyone who comes into contact with Salazar. Like any what any kind of ally that he has, you know, doesn't end up very in a very no. Good it place, doesn't. Does it doesn't end up well. Not at all. And he, and he was stupid as well because um, he gave up his own sergeant of arms. Tio Cross kills him, um, and then he then gets he he then threatens Jax because Jax obviously had great pleasure in um, removing his cup. I'm not sure if I feel sorry for him a little bit. You know, there's a. I don't know if it's little man syndrome or something. <laughs> he thought he was much more important. Or well, he yes. believed he was even, super important. No one else did. Even if not in height, in like stature and <laughs> yeah. in, in like, like, credibility, he seemed to really, <laughs> really lack. Um... Oh, the actor who plays him is Jose Pablo Cantillo. Yes. Shout out. Um, and he apparently, according to Google, uh, comes out 175 centimetres or five foot seven. So there is... Ah. 
something okay. he's done about. He's oh, well, he's taller than Tom Cruise then, so that's something. <laughs> <laughs> taller than me. I'm here at five one, like living oh. my best life. <laughs> Napoleon hours. We'll take him the whole finishes. Yeah. You can't kill me. I'm a better president. I don't recognize your bullshit MC. The next bit I think of the story is, he, is Hector then tries to blackmail um, Hale, if I remember rightly. Hector and his girlfriend. Do you remember? Louisa. They, um, Louisa. Um, and I think Hector and Louisa then tried to blackmail Hale to get information on Tara because he was so hung up on Jax and he hated Jax and he just wanted to get revenge because he'd been so belittled by yeah. him. So he decided to target Tara. That's where that came from. And he he, he leveraged and got information out of hell about um, Tara, I believe. I think that's why what that yeah. connection was. And that's yeah. where they started the plan to kidnap Tara and Margaret. Were they going for an abortion? Yes. Tara yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Tara was going for it. That it was an been, interesting um... episode because you actually saw a bit more into Margaret's background. There. Where's my Margaret's and you, you really... Where is it? Hmm? Where is it, Sato? Where's my Margaret spin-off? Oh, no. I love Margaret. Well, Margaret Murphy prequel. How good would that be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? So the he ransom? does. Tell me what. Tell me what he wants. Called Hector called um, Sam Crow, well, the, the sons. This was all happening, obviously, alongside when uh, the most They're of them were in Belfast, obviously. Yeah, when Abel was getting... So, yeah, Cozig and Tig and <laughs> But Tig took the call. Tig took the call and he won. Worst he decision. Was... <laughs> the worst decision ever, wasn't it? But he took the call and the demands were that the sons kill Alvarez and apparently he was supposed to have had $250,000 in his safe and though he wanted that yeah. and Tig agreed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not having a clue how any of that was going to oh, happen. They turn up at Alvarez's home. That was clever. And he's, he's yes, kicking his ear, shouting, you tell it in front of my family and this, oh, that, that and the other. that was frightening. I thought someone seriously yeah, was going to yeah. get shot there, actually. Yeah. I think it was a good job that Kozik had come down to... Yes. To help whilst they were in Northern. Because he was still a nomad then, wasn't he? Or yeah. Was he, yes. Was he, he refused to, no, no, no. Yes. He was refused to be patched over. Yeah, That's yeah. That's right. Tigger oh, like, he wouldn't have let nah. him. He wouldn't really? Him. Nah. Really? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big fight as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. their relationship's class. See, that was a really good storyline, actually, because luckily they did manage to convince Alvarez that. To lay you know, low. It was really important that for 24 hours he just <laughs> pretends to be dead and don't appear to anybody. Um, and he actually agreed. I thought that was, you know, that was that was a real turning point, I think, because that didn't seem like on the cards that would ever be likely. See, so, I um, think it is in character for Alvarez, just to stay completely off topic. I think despite the way the son saw him, I think he has real integrity and a real code of honor. And yes. I think when he found out that it was Tara, an old lady, oh, yeah. and it was the hospital administrator, he was like, they're not part of this, they're not involved in this, and there's no sense in letting no. innocent bystanders come to harm, even if they are in some way connected to the club. No. They haven't done anything wrong. And also I think Jack's being, and the rest of being over in um, Northern Ireland, it wouldn't have been lost on him that Jax was after his son. Um, and at the end of it, he's a real family man. You know, he, he may be this big shot, yeah. but he's also yes, a real he family man. He comes out carrying his baby or his child, doesn't yeah. he? Yes. With his gun yeah. in one hand, Tessa. child in the other. Yes. <laughs> I think, yeah, do you know what? You really say that, that's moment. writing. That's that's on purpose. It's got to be. Yeah. Jax is down hunting for his son in Northern yeah. Ireland. And, 
Alvarez comes out with his presumably yeah. newborn, the child is tiny mm-hmm. on his hip. And it's yes, young he passes wife. him to his wife, doesn't he? And yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. oh. And, it, and look how look how he um, reveres and respects his wife because, you know, at the point yes. where he's making that decision, he looks to his wife and you can see her nodding. He was, you know, he, she was giving him the all clear, yes, we've got to help them. And I thought that was really nice too. That was a lovely touch. Mm. Yeah. Matriarchs. I'm looking at Holly there. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. <laughs> they really do. Very powerful. Italian, Spanish, like... There's a quote from um, my big fat Greek wedding, which my mother loves to repeat back. It's oh, like, film, yeah. the father is the head of the family, but the mother, she's the next. She can turn <laughs> the head wherever she wants. Yeah, 100% what it's like true. in my family, so Spanish true. family, Italian family, Greek, doesn't matter where yeah. you're coming from. But it worked because uh, old uh, Hector, he, he thoroughly believed it because um, Tig told him that it had all happened. And he said, I need to prove that to myself you know i need to prove it to myself sort of thing and he did believe it so you know alvarez certainly kept a low profile i do wonder that if um alvarez had said no just mm. what would have happened when jacks returned and oh. i think it might have all just gone off jacks was never the the uh, calmest when talk it about man of mayhem family. i think it really no. would have been Ooh, yeah. did they tell jacks and clay what was going on or did they were they just dealing not until not until uh, if i remember i do really remember that because no they didn't um, no you're right they they knew what was going on not until the very end and and you saw that phone call as they were all packed up and they were gonna there was Mm. they were heading back to uh you know get the flight back to america um elvis (laughs) says come on he said i think you want to take this call right Um, yeah and that's it and then it sort of cuts to them getting off the plane in america doesn't it they're back uh, and they're sort of straight on it then but while they we assume while they're coming back from Ireland, Hector had left Louisa, his girlfriend, in charge at the aunt's house where they were yeah. keeping them hostage. And because the, uh, the the pickup went all wrong, didn't it? Because Tig did the pick. Oh, that's right. I remember now. The ATF they they yeah, they, helped, they put up they put up the ransom money, hoping obviously to get it back again. And yeah. then those kids came along and nicked it, didn't they? From from the so uh, rubbish the bin. bin. Yeah, the, so there was a scene in the park. Yeah, it's slapstick. It's Benny Hill, honestly. Oh. <laughs> That's all it needed was the Benny Hill music. Yeah, and then really. you've got, you've got Hector watched yeah. it all. And he watched it all. And then he drove off. Tig sees him driving off, goes, Oh my God, what's going What's going to happen oh. now? And of course, he goes back. And then that's when it just all goes belly up, Hair really. Shape. He wants mm-hmm. he wants to kill Tara at that point, I think. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it all went a bit think, bit peaked on. If, if, if I remember correctly, Tara prays on the whole, like, oh, I'm pregnant, I need the Lee, you know what it's like. Oh, it's so it's bad. good. Yeah. It's clever. And then she gets into the bathroom, smashes the mirror with, like, a flannel or something over her hand or a towel so you don't yeah, hear it Brady woman, I love her. And then so do she I. goes for the jugular, quite literally, when Louisa yeah. comes to knock and check mm. if she's done yet. Well, That's also, crazy. don't forget, Louisa had taken the call because as soon as um, Hector had seen that the uh, drop, whatever, was never going to happen, he wasn't going to get his money, he called, He made that call. Louisa had taken the call while Tyra was in the loo. She was actually ready to kill Tara, actually. She'd been given orders to kill her. and uh, But Bad. luckily, Tara got in there with her piece of mirror, thank goodness. And as mm. you say, quite literally, went for the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So that, of course, Salazar was not happy about that, as you can appreciate. Not at all. No. Is that the first person Tara kills? 
I think it is actually because she did yeah. it. She, she, yeah, because it was a result of that that she died, and that it, that's how Margaret was able to get away because Tara said, "Aren't oh, you need me? You because I need to try and keep her alive, but you have to let Margaret go." And, that's and right. we did. We let Margaret go, so she went off to the police, and that's how you know Jackson. Everyone found out sort of roughly what was going on, but they were behind the times then, weren't they? So they went to the aunt's house. They weren't there. Um, and then they, oh gosh, yes. And then that's where Alvarez actually in the mines were uh, yeah. actually helping, weren't they? They actually yeah, helped yeah, try yeah, and, because yeah. they got that Spanish word, oh, the aunt, because she couldn't speak English. Do you remember? Oh, oh I'm, Alvarez, I'm a Puerto Rican from Queens. I speak better Yiddish. Puerto Rican from Queens. I speak better Yiddish. Oh. And that was Alvarez, so he just walked up to her in the end. Basically, he was sick of sick of it and, and uh, whatever he shouted at he her goes in Spanish. In and suddenly she was going to talk to him. <laughs> he really goes in on her in the Spanish. Like, I can't yeah. remember the top of my head, but I've been learning Spanish. And I'm on a 67-day streak on Duolingo. Standard. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I am practically fluent. But he he doesn't hold back. He, really he doesn't, doesn't, does he? And that poor no. woman was was afraid for her life at that point, wasn't she? She would have said anything really to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where he got the address from straight off, and uh, yeah, and that's when they get there. Oh, and then they don't get very far, and Alvarez calls Jackson and the rest of the sons out because, of course, they found something, haven't they? And and we're all led to believe at that point, although we kind of knew it wouldn't but it be, but it looked like far. it could be the yeah. way they staged it that it could be Tara but it turned out to be that uh, poor woman whose car he then stole um, <laughs> along with his girlfriend so there she was oh a bit sad so of course he's a, what's he got to lose at that point and that's where to pick up the story that's where he goes off to um, um, with Tara to Hale's office and that's that storyline yeah. starting that comes to the the beginning of the end for, yes. for Hector Salazar. It felt like throughout the throughout the series that it was only ever going to go one way for this guy. I'm yeah. I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier. If I'm honest, yeah. yes, yep. I'm really surprised it didn't. Truthfully, with all the storylines he was involved in in season three, those nine episodes, there were so many opportunities where you know it could have easily taken a dark turn at any time. Actually, for him. <laughs> he was lucky to survive nine episodes. That's all I can say. Was he in <laughs> nine episodes? Yeah, it was nine episodes. My he was goodness, in. I yeah, didn't realize he that. was. I think that it just goes to what we were saying earlier. He's small fry. He, yeah, he's he like, if he was more important, maybe he would have been killed earlier. Mm. But then he was involved in a lot of shit that proved very instrumental. Butterfly exactly. effects, though, you know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he really was in season three. Um, he was described as one of the three main antagonists. That was the description of him. I agree. The other two clearly being Jimmy O'Feelan and uh, Keith McGee in uh, yeah. Belfast. Bloody um, so in a way, he had you know he did have some. Well, not exactly fame, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but he was involved in some mm. very good stories though here. Mm. Okay, um, then that was coming to the inevitable. Um, the end. Yeah of Hector Salazar, his demise. Mm. All I know is that he, that Salazar grabs an axe and you think, oh shit, it's not going to look pretty. Yeah. And of course then Jax gets hold of it and he slices his arm to make it look like he's been attacked. So that justifies him shooting him. So it was 
pretty nasty. You thought it was going to be a lot worse, but it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly how I remember but it. Why, but yeah. why, did Jack shoot him or did he back? stab him? I, yeah. I want to say stab because stab's more personal if you're talking criminal psychology. Like, I've, got this, I've got this. I've got this like crunching in my mind. Yeah. I've got this. Yeah. I yeah. think he's stabbed him, but I don't think the axe was involved. No, yeah, no, no, but I do remember. You're rightly that. I think so because the ATF were there, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's when Storm cut his own hand. Yeah, there's so much going on there. I'm pretty <laughs> but, sure the ATF are outside, and then Storm yes. shoots her girlfriend. She's like, "Oh, oh Pretenders no!" Pretend yeah, she's around yeah. the back doing that. Jack runs in while everyone's like causing a commotion because she's trying to frame the sons for yeah. killing her girlfriend. And then he goes in, chases. It's quite a chase as well down yeah, up and downstairs, fire axe. And I think he takes it to the sort of forearm here. He sort of slices yeah. himself yeah. just as they yeah. come shuttling around the corner. But Jackson corner, also cuts his own hand at yeah. the end to say that's that he, does, yeah. he attacked me, so that's I had defense. to kill him. Yeah. So that's so his defence. Yeah. But yeah, but I that... feel like I remember him taking the knife off his belt because he's always got that knife sort of strapped to his Well, no, what happened side. was um, when, when Hector went in, he, what, his plan was to take Tara into Hale's office and there was a true hostage situation and he made his demands. His demands was that he wanted to have safe passage through to Mexico. Now, outside you had all the police and the ATF gathering and that's mm. when June Storr was saying, oh, we'll take the back and da-da-da-da because obviously she had her own little agenda there. Jax arrives and um, he goes in because Salazar says he only wants to deal with Jax because he's he wants to kill Jax. So yeah. in Hale's office where he's tied them to the radiator or whatever, he had, um, what did he have? He had a gun and he had a knife. And I always remember the knife because he just smashed it into this sideboard thing and, so, and said to Tara, I'm going to kill him, <laughs> you know, as it's sort of indicating that was how he's going to do it. And then when Jax got there, um, that's what the one thing Hale did right, actually. He saw his chance. He, it was just a plain biro, wasn't he? He picked it up and he stabbed Hector Salazar with it, <laughs> which was enough time for Jax to be able to um, disarm him. And then that's when he ran. Jax, he said to Tara, I did have to look this up because he said, there's uh, a great line he used. He said to Tara, kill anyone that's not a cop. <laughs> because he couldn't have time to untie them or get them free or anything. So he ran off after Salazar. He mm. picked the knife up at this point. So that's why he had that. It wasn't his own knife. It was Salazar's one. Um, okay. And that's, as you say, chased him up and down the stairs. Salazar um, threw him down the stairs at one point because he turned a corner, didn't he? Oh, and yeah. saw that he had the fire axe and Jack's tumbled back down. Um, and yeah, and, and actually what Jack's did, which was really clever because he was really good at that, he actually convinced Salazar to drop the axe because he said he wouldn't kill him because he needed him because he had so much dirt on Hale and the sons needed him to testify against that or, or to bring uh, Hale down. Mm. And he believed him. So he dropped the axe. And what does Jax do? Straight yeah. high with a knife. Oh, yeah. yeah. He absolutely cold-blooded. And of course, Salazar's prince going to be on it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, then so what he did was, and then he could hear the commotion with the the police you know obviously beginning to catch up with yeah. him so that's when he grabs the fire the axe and cuts his arm and of course he was never done for murder you know everyone accepted that was self-defense okay it's yeah. that time again for us to rate our sons of anarchy character hector salazar Hello. 
We've not had many nice things to say about him. Is that going to change in this part of the podcast? So every week we rate the Sons of Anarchy characters against four categories. Brutality, intelligence, loyalty, street cred and likability. Um, and we're going to put all these together and have a bit of a top trump and you will be able to play Sons of Anarchy top trumps with your friends. Wendy, can you start with brutality for Hector yes, Salazar? Yes, with pleasure. Uh, well, I scored 94 on that. It, it could well have been 100, but to be fair, I, I think if there's anything in him that's not brutal, it's towards Louisa, his girlfriend. That's the only thing I ever saw in that character. I just saw him. He's just brutal as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Did, he didn't bat an eyelid. So, yeah, 94. I'm going to go 99. I'm not going to do three figures. I'm going to do 99. <laughs> Queen of three figures. I came out a lot lower. Yeah, I came out at about 51. When I looked at the bigger picture of some of the acts that were committed in Sons of Anarchy, some of the things that were done, like Opie's death, absolutely brutal. Mm. Think about Tara's death. Spoilers. Absolutely. (laughs) People die in Sons of Anarchy. Spoiler alert. Absolutely brutal. So when I thought about it in the sort of grand scheme of things, I thought his the acts he commit are isn't that brutal, apart from maybe Lumpy, which brought the score up a fair mm. way. But I thought almost everything he did was because someone told him to, or because of retaliation. And even so, he never actually did anything to harm Tara and Margaret, except for maybe mentally in the hostage thing. He never really, I don't think we see him commit any particularly brutal acts on screen. I don't even think he was the one at the shooting. It was another. Calavera's memory, if I remember correctly. It doesn't excuse it, but point is, I don't think he was as brutal as some of the characters. I think he's exist. a bit of a coward, really. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Him giving up his sergeant at arms, like Wendy yeah. said earlier. Didn't, so we, I'm know, he, 51. I agree. Um, I didn't go quite as low as 51. I, I was 79. I think mm. that he very much along the same lines, I think he's very snidey. I didn't mm. think he was um, as outwardly brutal as some of the people that we've we've talked about especially so far um so i i went for 79 okay lee first for intelligence 30 not all that he's not he's he's i I just think he he's a bit of a puppet you know played by other people and he's not very bright and i just didn't think that well, I mean, who who would kidnap Tara's Tara and, and risk the wrath of Jax? You know, it's playing it to his hands. I came out thirty two, so around the same point as Lee. Again, I think you're quite right when you say he's a bit of a puppet. So to me, he's similar to AJ Weston in that way, where he just kind of takes orders from higher up, more organised, more intelligent, more strategic kind of individuals. And yeah, like the fact that he even took Tara to begin with bad move wrong move the sons have a reputation they had like i think they have something like 51 charters the world over or something so they're a force to be reckoned with for sure and also kidnapping the administrator like really okay it's just yeah no i i don't think he's that smart so i left him at 32 uh yeah i I scored him 27 um i mean he for for most of his uh, storylines he was kind of almost like really acting on his own really and he just wasn't thinking anything through i mean as 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 you've all said it's like you know kidnap tara the old lady (laughs) it was just not gonna ever ever end well for him and how he ever thought he'd pull that off is just beyond me 
because he had no one working with him other than his girlfriend. So, yeah, no, I didn't think he was very intelligent at all, actually. Probably should have scored him lower thinking about it, but no, 27. So I went for, I uh, went single figures on this one. I went for nine. Ooh, I... I couldn't believe it, yeah. Is that our first single figure? No, 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 no. No, no Lee Torek's like ability was very much single figures. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, everyone, everyone yeah. Yeah. Give him I think I scored, yeah, I scored him zero. I think that for the reasons that have already been said, how on earth he thought he was going to outsmart Sam Crow. He bought that Alvarez was dead. He, um, the, the only reason I give him nine was that he waited and observed what was happening in the park, and he saw. So he didn't actually go wandering into the trap that the ATF and the Suns had set up for him. And that was the only real thing that yeah, he did that had showed any kind of nous. Um, everything was brawn rather than brain. Okay, next up is loyalty. And I think it's Holly to go first. Uh, I came out at about a 23 because he's definitely not loyal to his own MC. <laughs> Him <laughs> giving up his sergeant at arms after a few guys ride their motorbikes past his head. It's like come on, you know, it's supposed to be Omerita, it's supposed to be to the death, it's supposed to be, you know, the club is everything, and he couldn't even do that as the president, like, come on, I mean, first principle, the club is family, so he loses big points there, but he gains some points for the whole um, trying to gain revenge for Luisa, for me, so I wouldn't say overall he has any particular loyalties, because he's almost swayed by Hale, and he's willing to go after Lumpy, and he just kind of doesn't have any integrity in that kind of sense. Mm. So I left him at 23. Loyalty, loyalty. I, oh, I scored him seven. <laughs> um, I just don't think he was loyal, period. You know, he gave up a sergeant in arms. That is just the pits. Why would you do that? I mean, you, how, how, how can you call yourself? I mean, Clay was right <laughs> about his entire MC, but I think that was mainly led by him as the um, president at the time. No, I see no loyalty in him whatsoever. A tiny bit for his girlfriend, that's it. Nothing else. All about him. Thank you. And Lee? Um, 11. I think he's... The only loyalty he's got is to himself. Mm. You know, he just... He doesn't care. And I think Louisa, his girlfriend, he was probably loyal to her but they were just partners in crime really you know like bonnie and clyde he will swing to whoever whoever's in the wind that will give him that will give him anything and i think he's only loyalties to himself so 11. he was a rat he ratted on alvarez when he was up yeah. in the hole yeah he ratted on his sergeant um, at arms sergeant arms um i give him a one he's a rat i don't care he's a rat <laughs> he's a rat okay street cred street cred uh given him well given him nine um i don't think he's got a lot of credibility period for for mainly the fact that he's so disloyal there might be someone somewhere and at a certain point because i mean i had to remember reluctantly but whatever clay thought of their mc he nevertheless was president of it um and at one point they were going to be patched over to the mayans so I had to think there had to be someone somewhere would have seen him as credible at some level, but no, I don't, yeah, nine. <laughs> I think I'll go seven, yeah. Not a lot of street cred, you know, couldn't really hold his head up. Head up. I mean, when you when you think of the word street cred, I think if you saw them in the street, would you, would you fear them? Would you sort of not look at them in case they were fearful or whatever? Yeah. I think, I think that would I cross the street? I wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I actually came out at the same as Wendy this week. Ooh, so I'm at a nine. Snapping in t-shirts, same mugs, oh, yes. same numbers. Yeah, we we were on the same wavelength tonight, sis. <laughs> Law enforcement doesn't respect him. Other MCs don't respect him. I doubt very much his own MC respects him after selling out his sergeant at arms. I mean, he has the whole like gangster sort of Monte Carlo car and stuff. And I was like, maybe he gets points for looking the part. But other than that, I think <laughs> yeah. he doesn't yeah, have it. So street cred, nine. I think Wendy was spot on. Well, I don't have the T-shirt to match, but I have the score to match. Hey! <laughs> That's a first, isn't it? All three of us. Yeah, that, that's, that's cool. So nine was was my score, and it was more along the lines of um, what Wendy said for me. It was that he was a president. It may be a bullshit MC, but he was a, <laughs> he was a president. Um, so that does have... That does carry something, but not a lot. Not a lot. The last rating is likability. Three. Three. Wow. Controversially high, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then minus one. <laughs> <laughs> no, three, three. Tell me about why three. Ooh. Comic value being the piñata. Love Bit it. Bit of entertainment. That was it. I, once again, did the Tim test, as I'm now calling it. Would I like to have a drink with him? And it's like, I mean, I guess you get points for nice brown eyes and a nice car, but that's about it. That's all you've got going for you, babes. I'm so sorry. I'm swiping out of that situation. So yeah. 12 is where I put him. Well, I, I, I scored him three as well, actually. Um, that's because I was really struggling to think of absolutely anything. But a little bit like Holly said, I'm sort of quite hooked on that. Would you go for a drink with it? I wouldn't really, really like it, but the car's quite fascinating. But then you'd realise straight away that actually he's a lowlife. So, um, no, I couldn't really. I tried very hard, but it's probably the car, not him. <laughs> I've I've gone double one this week. I have gone for a one Ooh. for likability. Single, I can hand on heart say it's my least favourite character in Sons of Anarchy. Really? Yes. Really? Oh my god! Ooh. I find nothing. I kind find of find him easily forgettable now. So annoying and like, oh, Tim, that's the kind. Of... If you walked in the pub, it would be the kind of guy that everyone would be like, look, like, well, oh, please don't come and sit with me, you know. <laughs> yeah, you go. Suddenly remember you got you had to be somewhere else, and it was just it's just like, oh, not this guy. He's gonna try really hard to be my friend, you know, and. <laughs> Oh, but he gets points for trying. Yeah, but I think he would be trying. I've got a soft heart. I've got a soft heart. <laughs> it must have been a lot of fun to play, but mm. as a as a character, I just do not like that guy. So we have our scores for Hector Salazar: brutality eighty-one, intelligence twenty-five, loyalty eleven, street cred eight, likability five. Ooh. However, he would beat Lee Torek for likability, so. It's not tricky. Yeah, we could <laughs> we could set up their own pub so that our little like set them up on a blind date so they can go to the oh pub together. Oh my god! Yeah. So now it's time for us to look ahead to next week, and we get to spin our wheel of name. We we don't choose who we talk about. We let fate decide. Names we have every character in Sons of Anarchy on our wheel, and we spin it to find out who we are going to discuss. Here we go. Ooh. 
Movie got. Oh, Les Pat. Yes, he's the uh, president yeah, yeah. of Sam Bernadine. Yes. Go, should we do two? If... I mean, is, would this be our series finale? How many episodes would this be? That technically would be our series end. Okay, so we'll do Les Packer and we'll also do a bonus double feature. There he is! Ernest Darby. There we go. Do you know what? That's oh, awesome. brilliant. I love Darby. Brilliant. So we are going to have a double feature next week. We are going to discuss San Bernardino pres- Club President Les Packer and Ernest Darby, um, who... Wow, yeah, Darby's got a hell of a journey in Sons of Anarchy. So there we have it, a double header for our last in the first wow. series of Sons of Anarchy UK podcast, we will be discussing Les Packer and Ernest Darby. Thank yeah. you for listening and thank you for downloading our podcast. You can find us on Twitter at SOAUK podcast. You can email at SOAUK podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear your views, your opinions, and who you think we should be discussing next. Absolutely. All that is left for now is for me to say once again thank you to to Lee, Holly, and Wendy. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. Very thank much you, Tim. Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Come back, join us next week. Click subscribe. Give us a five-star review. We'd love to read out Give us your five-star review. We'll do a Q and A. Yes, comments. We want comments. Okay, we'll catch you again next week. <laughs>